Welcome. You're listening to episode number seven of The Weight Coach with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me again today. Um, I wanted to share some more of my own personal background with you all on this episode. But first, I have some housekeeping to do, things I wanted to let you know about, um, some things I wanted to discuss. The first thing I wanted you to know is I've offered a free guide that you can download online. It's called The Starter's Guide to Overcoming Overeating. Five simple steps that just might change the way you eat forever. And it's free. Uh, I would love for everybody to go take a look at this. You can download it from my website if you go to joannethelifecoach.com. And that's just J O A N N, thelifecoach.com. You'll see on the very front page there, uh, there's a blue bar and a yellow button that says, yes, send me the guide. And if you click on that, you can put in your email address so that I can email you the link to download the guide. The guide is also going to come with additional email support. And I will also be emailing you a link for a bonus printout if you would like to have it. It's um, the super powerful, decidedly different food journal. It's only seven days worth, but that's so you can read the guide and use the guide in conjunction with that journal to journal through the questions, the thoughts that you're having about the food that you're eating for seven days. And the reason I said it for just seven days, I mean, you can print the guide out. I mean, the, the journal out as many times as you want. You can do it for far more than seven days. And I would recommend that you do. But the reason I wanted just seven days, because I know if you put into use the guide and the questions on the guide and use the seven days of journaling to kind of go through those questions on what you're eating, you're going to start seeing results right away. Within those seven days, you will get results. It's pretty amazing. And even if it's not dramatic weight loss results, because I'm not telling you to eat less, I'm not telling you to eat specific foods, I'm just telling you to pay attention to when you're eating and why you're eating. Even if you don't see a weight drop, which you very well may, I did, doing it myself, I did, what you will get for sure is begin to feel some peace with eating. It's a pretty amazing thing. When I first started learning weight coaching and weight coaching myself and going through all of these processes myself, I was looking to see the scale drop. That was my bottom line result. And I'm sure it is for most of you. <laughs> it's the bottom line. You want to get some weight off. What I was surprised by was suddenly feeling really happy about how I was eating, really comfortable with how I was eating and not freaking out about food. I wasn't obsessing all the time, whether it was going to have too many calories or, you know, if it was healthy enough, I found suddenly I was really at peace with how I was feeding myself. It was an amazing feeling after a lifetime of dieting weight off and having it come back on again. So that's the experience I really want for you guys to have. 
we can get the weight off you. I can take weight off of anybody with the coaching skills that I have. You can lose weight. You probably already know that you can lose weight. I'm sure you've done it before in the past. It just comes back on. The guide and the simple steps in that guide are the beginning of discovering how to change your thinking about food so that when you do take off weight, it stays gone. It doesn't come back. So go to my website, click yes, send me the guide so that I can get the guide to you and then get the link to you to print out the food journal. I will also be emailing every couple days just for that through that week that I'm hoping you'll commit to trying it out. Um, some email support and tips, and you can even email me back if you have any questions about it. I'm happy to answer and to field that for you. And this is a real experiment. I'm excited to get it out there. I think you're all really going to like that. The other thing I wanted to talk about before I get into the meat of my call today, the meat of my podcast today, um, are, is Facebook groups. It's interesting because I started looking into Facebook groups. You know, what kind of little forums are out there for support? I know there's websites that have forums for dieters, but I was looking for Facebook groups where people could interact. And really, I wanted to see what people were wanting, what they're looking for, what are they talking about in relation to weight loss. So I did a search on Facebook, and sure enough, you know, there's like a bazillion weight loss pages out there. And so I started joining a few. I was really excited to take a look at it. Much to my surprise, um, the bigger Facebook groups out there for weight loss are mostly people who are marketing their weight loss products, people who are marketing, drink these shakes and you're going to lose weight, or you take this combination of pills that we're selling and you will lose weight so fast and easy. Um, there are Facebook group postings for exercise videos, uh, just all this kind of stuff. And it turned out that none of those groups had actual discussion going on. There were not people in there struggling to lose weight and supporting each other and talking about it. It was a bunch of self-promotion advertisements being posted. Even in a group, there was a group that had, I think, like 13,000 people joined in the group. And it was just one ad after another flooding my my news stream on Facebook because that's all that was being posted in that group. And I had to leave the groups. I had found about five or six groups that I joined and I had to leave every one of them. There was no conversation at all. And I thought, oh, I was so frustrated by it. But of course, I started thinking about it being a coach and asking myself the coach question, what's perfect about this? <laughs> what is perfect about this, Joanne? And I finally realized what's perfect about this is you have an opportunity to just put together a group, control it carefully, and allow people who read my blogs and listen to these podcasts, learning the style of coaching that I do to ask questions and share information about it. In other words, everybody in the group would be kind of coming from that same common bond. 
Um, I had created a Facebook group a while back called The Weight Loss Mindset to become part of my in-person seminar events, but I had not really put it into use. It only has two founding members in it, <laughs> but I realized, oh my gosh, I need to just open that group up. Um, it's not completely open. It's a closed group, meaning you have to click on join and then I will let you into the group. The reason it's a closed group is so that you know it's secure. You can post anything you want in that group and your regular other friends on Facebook won't see what you're posting. It won't go out in news feeds. It'll only, you will be able to see what you post and the members within the group will be able to see what you post, but it doesn't go outside of the group in cyberspace so that it's a safe, secure environment. I also need you to to click join and that's not an automatic thing. I join you to the group that way. Should anyone violate the rules of the group, the rules being you may not post promotions within the group. I don't want people coming in there and then posting about their beach body shakes or their diet pills that they're selling any of that stuff. I want it to be conversation. I want it to be support for each other. So if anybody does come in and they start posting uh, promotions like that, I will um, boot them from the group <laughs> right away. I would also want the group to be without judgment. We're not there to judge each other in any way. So I would squelch anything like that right away. How do you find the group? Well, I'll tell you. It's the weight loss mindset. However, there is another group that was created I guess I should be flattered that it was such a cool name that somebody else scooped it up and, and created a weight loss mindset group too, with just a couple members in it. Um, you will see my picture with the weight loss mindset. Also, my next blog that will post um, on my website will be about it. And there will be a couple of buttons on the blog that you can click that will take you directly to that Facebook group page where you can join. So if you're in doubt, go to jointhelifecoach.com, click on my blog, which will take you to my main blog page. And the first blog listed there on Wednesday, that's when my blog posts, my new blog will go up on this Wednesday. Um, it will have links in there that you can click on and go find the weight loss mindset to join us. And I would love it. I would love to get as many of you in there as possible. Bring your friends, the more the merrier. And we can do this together. And I'll be present there so that if you have questions about anything you hear on the podcast, anything you read in my blogs, any questions about the starter's guide to overcoming overeating, if you download that, I'll be there and available to answer um, any questions you have. So I think it's going to be fun. Anyway, anyway, I wanted to jump back and start to share some of my backstory with you. I know I did um, an introductory episode to these Weight Coach podcasts. But it didn't really kind of dive into who I am. Um, my very first blog that I put up on my website, and I even, I wrote this before I went to the life coach school. I wrote it before my official coaching certification. And it was called Life Turns on a Dime because it has seemed to me throughout my life about every couple of decades 
my life turns on a dime. It really does. And I've had the fortune of having um, different careers in my life. When I lived in California, which I still consider my home, I was raised in California. I worked in the field of interior design. Uh, yeah, it was glam, exciting. It was also stressful <laughs> and frustrating as any job could be, but I loved it. And that encompassed my life pretty much from my 20s to being nearly 40 years old. I was working in interior design. During that time, I had also been reading and studying with many life masters. I was interested in psychology and studied all kinds of psychology all the while ordering sofa fabrics and pouring over the tacky wallpaper choices of the 1980s. I'm dating myself, I know. Um, but I, I was very interested in uh, the paranormal and learning about the nature of reality, energy work, all of that. Jump ahead now, because I told you every 20 years my life turned on a dime, and it pretty much did. By the time I hit my 40th birthday, I found myself uprooted from the San Francisco Bay Area and living in the Bronx, New York City. It's all a love story, of course. Why else would we th drag our lives across the entire continent? You know, it's always love. Love can turn your life on a dime. I remarried a man who would take me on the journey of life education beyond anything I had anticipated. He was wonderful about that, and he put in my hands ancient philosophers, modern philosophers, um, art culture and the challenge to stay present in reality, which is another story I'll share later. Because a designer is only as good as her resources, and all my interior design resources were on the West Coast, um, I left the design life behind. Eventually, I picked up medical transcription because I had always worked on computers and um, I could type like the wind. <laughs> so I just kind of grew into that until I found I was running a transcription company as a director of operations. Um, it, and the one thing I loved most during my years in management was coaching and mentoring the transcriptionists who comprised my team. It was a matter of inspiring them, uh, not just for their work life, but even for their personal life. I wanted to inspire them to set personal goals, and they shared a lot of their own lives with me, of course, because I was their supervisor or their boss, and um, they would tell me what was going on in their life, especially if they needed time away <laughs> or missed things out. And I would find myself doing a bit of coaching on their life as well and keeping them showered with positivity, inspiration. It's what I love to do. And to make the story telescope down in a hurry, a big fish corporation came along and gobbled up our medium fish company. And as corporate America goes, a year later, they filed bankruptcy and reorganization, which meant they were going to be doing workforce reduction. I say that in air quotes, workforce reduction means they were going to be letting go a lot of people. And there was wave after wave of cuts. Um, I was surprised I didn't go in the first wave because I was one of the last people they brought on board when they bought out our company. But they kept me around for a while. But then by um, August of that year, they got around to me 
and I was included in one of the workforce reductions. It was a gift, though. It really was. I didn't realize it at the time. I mean, you know, it was very upsetting to be laid off. But I didn't know was that before, at the very end of that year, my husband would suddenly die here at home at my feet within minutes from a sudden massive coronary event. So the fact that I had been laid off five months before gave me the last five months of his life spent with him together without the time crunch and stress of work. So that was really a gift. Um, he was indeed a master. <laughs> he made his exit in the manner that Chris, Dr. Christian Northrup likes to refer to as happy, healthy, dead. He used to tell me that he was going to be um, assumed directly into heaven when he went. And, you know, I think it was about as close as he could get to that because it was quick. We had been together a little over 21 years, married 20 years. So, again, it looked like my life was just turning on a dime. It was another 20-year mark, um, and everything changed. Shortly, shortly after he passed, I did get an offer letter from another company to go to work. Um, I had been anticipating this company. I had been talking to them for a while. It was wonderful that the offer letter came when it did because financially it was very prudent to be able to have work again. It was um, a wonderful job when I first took it. They really empowered me there, and I was able to make some sweeping changes that really turned things around within their company, within their quality department. Unfortunately, a few months in, they were still juggling things around because the company had newly changed hands. And instead of being empowered, I was put in a position where I had pretty much no control at all as to what was going on with my staff. And it escalated. It escalated in time. It became clear that I was to, um, expected to constantly monitor production and employees seven days a week, um, which just didn't work for me. And I was very, very unhappy <laughs> doing that. And sitting at my desk here at home one afternoon and wondering why it was that I really was so unhappy with my job because I had managed in that field for um, over 20 years, been a manager in the field. And I realized that one of the things that was making me so unhappy was that the job had really morphed to, um, because now employers can track your data uh, online and come up with figures, metrics on how you work, with the quality of your work, how much work you produce. And when companies let people go now, instead of looking at the role and the contribution that person plays in the company, they tend to look at a spreadsheet and see what your production numbers are and your attendance. And uh, they just look for the lowest numbers and say, get rid of that person. So a lot of my time as a manager was being spent chasing my tail and crunching numbers and pulling out all this data to turn over to the CEO. And then the CEO would come back and tell me who to let go. And I was no longer spending time 
nurturing and coaching my staff so that they would, one, they could feel happy with the job they were doing. They could derive some self-satisfaction from their work and to have their lives in an even keel, which would help them be better employees. That's what I used to really love doing was coaching my people. And that piece had been removed from my job entirely. So as I sat here at my desk, so unhappy, it was like a bolt of lightning that just kind of hit me between the eyes and said, it's time for you to just become a coach. You need to just become a coach. You're done with this corporate America. And, um, lo and behold, Joanne, the life coach, (laughs) that moment of divine inspiration came into being. I left my job shortly thereafter, bowed out, found the coach that I wanted to learn from to become certified with. My own coaching skills, I didn't even question because I had been doing it for so many years anyway. It was just in a corporate setting. But I really wanted to research all of the different coach schools that are out there that do certification. And I found the Life Coach School in California, which absolutely I clicked with right away. I recognized their tools and their model is what I had lived my life by, really, for decades. It made perfect sense. So I took that real leap of faith to leave my corporate job and to gain certification as a life and wellness coach. Um, I was certified by them as a life coach and certified as a weight loss coach. The weight loss coach part came really for myself as well for others, because I had spent so much of my lifetime trying to figure out what what is going on with my weight. I would diet down, the pounds would come back, I would diet down again, and I knew there was something more going on. I had tried every weight loss program out there. Um, I did Weight Watchers several times over, had been very successful with it. But the weight always came back on. And I knew it was something in the psychology of eating that was going on. And it was a nut that I was just determined to crack. So I was hoping that in addition to getting my certification as a life coach, if I took on the double certification to also become a weight coach, that I might find the information I needed for me. And I did. I did. And that's why I'm so excited to start sharing it out there with all of you. At the time that I became a life coach, I really felt like two roads were opening before me for the next 20 years. And one of those roads I felt was coaching in the corporate world because the corporate world is so missing the point that two plus two doesn't always equal four, that somebody who has a little lower production than the next person may be playing a far more important key role for the company. And you can't judge the team by the numbers that each individual person is producing. Aristotle knew this over 2000 years ago. When he said the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Somehow corporate America is just missing that. (laughs) They're missing that entirely. It's swept under the rug of analytics. The other road was to do the life coaching, one-on-one coaching and mentoring to help support other women reach their potential. 
And when I looked at talking to other women, finding out what their number one concern is, it was almost always weight issues, eating issues, body issues. So to me, that was my starting point. Um, and the, the peak moment I had that told me I needed to become a coach changed everything for me. So that's my next 20 years. <laughs> my next 20 years is putting my knowledge back out into the world. As a weight coach, am I a perfect weight right now? No, it's not a perfect weight yet. It, it will be. My body is on its way down now to finding my natural weight. And I'm bound and determined it is not going to be through any kind of hardcore dieting like I had done in the past, because clearly that didn't work for me. And I'm so excited to share with all of you what is working for me. And that is changing the psychology of our eating, changing our mindset, getting into our thoughts. So this is not just my instructing you, but it's also a journey that we're taking together. And any new information that I glean along the way of this journey is going out to all of my people right away. So that's a little bit of background on how I became a life coach, why I became a life coach and what I'm doing on this journey. And I do hope that you will share the journey with me, especially if you are like I am and you've spent so much of your life trying different weight loss programs. And sure, you've been successful with them, but you keep going back to them because the weight always comes back on. And you know, you've just spent so much of your time just obsessed with with food and not obsessed with food in the way that you just want to eat, eat, eat. Obsessed with food in the way that we constantly are thinking about, is it healthy enough? How many calories is that going to have? How many points is that going to have? And, you know, what clothes can I wear? And I don't want to go to that place because I feel so fat. I don't want to go to the beach. Oh my God, don't make me buy a swimsuit. How much of your life have you spent spinning like that? I know I spent a lot of my time, a lot of my energy in my life and probably missed out on a lot of living because I was so obsessing with my weight, whether it was on the way up, on the way down and what I was eating and finding peace with food now has been spectacular and letting my body begin to now settle into the body that it's always been meant to be is spectacular. So that's what I want to give you. I'm so glad you came to listen today. Again, go visit joannethelifecoach.com. Download that starter's guide for overcoming overeating. I would love to be in touch with you. Be looking for my new blog coming up on Wednesday. That'll be April 6th, 2016, because you could be listening to this podcast next year sometime, but that particular blog will come up and it'll have a link for the Facebook group, the Weight Loss Mindset, where you can come and interact and support each other and discuss what you've listened to today. So thank you, everybody. Get out there and find some joy in your life. Until next time. 